This is Football CFB, the home of unique football content. I never told you You scared off the vultures I never told you You scared off the ghosts living in my head That lay lonely in the dirt That Absolutely delighted to be joined by former Dundee Rangers, Blackburn Rovers and a few other clubs as well. Zurab Kishnasvili, he's also now coaching with the Georgian under-21 side and is the manager of the under-16 side as well. So what a pedigree that is. First of all, Zura, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it because it's a long time I played in uh, Scotland so and you still remember me, no? so that's great. Before we talk about Scotland, what was your upbringing like in Georgia? Were you always into football when you were younger? Uh, actually, yes. Like my my life is uh, just born with football, you know. So and uh, I never interesting to be honest when I was a young boy with a, another sport. So my my mother was interesting to dancing, but come on, can you believe? Like if I am dancing now. So, and uh, actually, yeah, he was the family member in football because also my father was the ex uh, Dinamo Tbilisi player. And um, so it was then not surprised, you know. So, this is why I just follow my father's side. And uh, yeah, I'm doing that's what I'm doing, you know. Who was your footballing hero when you were growing up? Uh, yeah, without question, it was Maradona, of course. Yeah. What a player, what a player. Yeah, he was my hero and uh, this time all the time we fighting in the street with my friends, Pele or Maradona. So, and uh, yeah, Maradona was also close to my generation and I remember his games. Yeah, by the way, not alive, but uh, to video games, I, I just watched and too many games. Yeah, he was my hero, yeah. And were you always a defender or like many young boys, were you, did you start out as a striker? No, to be honest, I start uh, with striker and um, coach was ex my, uh, also ex-football player, which one was my, my father's uh, friend. And uh, he says, oh, I remember your father's game in defender. He was brilliant. And I think you just carry on like as a defender. So, and uh, he put me number three and uh, put me back, um, center back, you know. So, he actually was uh, not disappointed, to be honest. One place in football, I don't like it, is the goalkeeper, you know. So, and, uh, but actually, I played one game in, in Turkey, to be honest, <laughs> in, go in goalie. <laughs> yeah, it was the sent-off, last 15 minutes I played. And did you keep a clean sheet? Yeah, we we lost two one, but already two one, you know. When I when I was goalie, you know, so it was so difficult, man. To be honest, what's it like when you you mention that there? See, when you go in, go is one of the first things you think when you put on the gloves is please don't start shooting at me from all different angles. Yeah, and um, to be honest, we played the team. I don't remember the name, uh, but. On this time, um, Morten Gams-Pedersen played against me. He played this team, you know, against me. 
So not him, but one young player just tried to chip, you know, and uh, I was so so mad, you know. <laughs> I said, come on. <laughs> so it was uh, difficult because, uh, yeah, you are still a football player, but it's um, such a different uh, position. And um, uh, I don't know, like, I prefer to play with my feet, not with my hand, you know. <laughs> and in terms of the Georgian League, what was it like playing there before you came to Scotland? What's that standard of football like? Because we don't get the chance to watch a lot of it other than when the national team play. Uh, yeah, actually, before it was uh, such a strong team, so strong teams in Georgia and strong league, you know. So many good players. And um, you know a few players which one playing also in Rangers and Dundee before. So, and uh, such a strong league. And after that, you know, the Georgia, like, we just separate with the Russia-Soviet Union. So, and uh, yeah, after that, yeah, you know, the, I think problem was, like, as a country and uh, social life and economic is uh, not so strong. And uh, so many good players going the, abroad and play the different countries. And, um, yeah, such a big difference now, before I played here, before I came to Scotland, and right now, today, uh, I don't know, yeah, life is going from, from forward and everything, but I would say it uh, was such a, a good time like before, not now. And in terms of the move to Dundee, how did that move come about? And be honest, had you ever heard of Dundee before you joined them? Uh, yeah, I heard because uh, my good friend Nemsadze, Georgi Nemsadze, played there. And uh, uh, one day, it was the Ivano Bonetti, Italian uh, coach, um, coach in the Dundee. And one day, just Georgi calling me, he says, like, uh, just club really interesting about you. And this time, if I remember good, like we play uh, international game against Italy in Ancona in Italy. Also, Ivano just came on the game, he watched the game, he really liked me and uh, straight like he asked me the uh, contract, you know. So, and uh, yeah, why not? Because I don't know, I was uh, 18, 19 years old, you know, and uh, so I, I didn't take the, uh, I, I just take the chance and I signed contract and uh, I heard so many things, yeah, about Scottish football. But about the Dundee, because it was Georgie there, and you know, and I just followed the Georgie, and uh, I know the few few players before I came in Dundee, of course. Yeah. What? How did you adapt to life in Scotland? Because let's be honest, it rains here pretty much every single day. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just uh, find my Microsoft. You know, the where is the sun? But I couldn't find like uh, five years. <laughs> Yeah, it was so so funny. But actually, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm really honest with you. And uh, until today, that's when when I'm talking about it, my friend and everybody says, "Oh, how is the Scottish people?" I'm gonna say to you like it was the best time in my life because uh, uh, it was the like you know how I say. Uh, really men, you know, in Scotland, nice people, and um, I had uh, so much friends and, until today, so it's no easy, you know, like I played in Dundee and Rangers like uh, almost 20 years, and uh, people still remember me, and I have a good connection with them, so it's, it was brilliant, to be honest. And in terms of that Dundee team that you had when Benetti was a manager, 
uh, first, I mean, some of the names in there were, were quite incredible. What kind of names? Well, obviously, Juan Sara is the player I remember from when I was growing up. I had the sticker book at that time, and he was a player who just impressed me every single time I watched him. He just he always seemed like quite a nippy wee player that would just score all the time. Yeah, yeah. Juan, Juan was a really good player. Caballero was a really strong player. And then we have uh, Claudio Canigia, most like popular and best player in the in the world, you no know, in Dundee, of course. Um, and in the middle we have a Nemsadze, uh, Caranza, and like so many good players. Uh, so and uh, but to be honest, like uh, <laughs> I tell you the uh, story when uh, when I see first time Claudio Canigia in the dressing room. Just uh, two, three years ago, I watched the TV when he played the World Cup, Argentina against Nigeria, and he scored the like uh, top top score, you know, like uh, unbelievable goal. And uh, that's what I say to you before. Maradona was my best player, so Maradona and Canijo, you know, the separate. You can't talk about the separate. So when you say Maradona, you have to continue with Canijo, you know. And one day, like I signed contract in Dundee and. Um, in the dressing room, I turn and I see one blonde girl. I say it's the girl, you know, but it was the boy, you know, Claudio Canigia beside me. I say to Georgi Nemsadze, Jesus Christ, this is Claudio Canigia. He says, yes, yes, he's the, our teammate. And I was a little bit temperate, like, I don't know, 38, 39, because I was nervous, you know, like, I, I'm going to training with this guy beside. So it's a dream is coming true one day, you know, and uh, I made the, such a star place in my life. It was great, man. What was Kenijia like? Because he was older at that time, but when you trained with him, could you see that he was? Just, he still had all the top skills that he had back when he was in his peak? Karen, uh, to be honest, like uh, that was the Kenijia who just gave me the like spirit. Uh, and I tell you why. For example, we training like 11 a.m. You know, every day. He came on the training ground nine. 9.30 maximum, you know, before the, when staff and players come and he was ready. He would just make the, like himself uh, warm up in the gym. So he was ready 100% for the training. After training, he, he stayed like um, minimum like half an hour to make stretching, going to the gym and, you know, like preparation for the next day. And he was, I don't know, 34, 35 years old, you know, like, and I, that's what I see, you know, I say to myself, Come on, you are like 18, 19, and this guy working like uh, twice to you, you know. So it was in my as a inspiration, you know, like uh, so such a big player works like that, you know, and uh, maximum gonna play like maybe two or maximum three years. So and I'm gonna um, I learned too many things from Claudio, of course, yeah. And when you play for a club like Dundee, the the Dundee derbies are big games. What was it like playing in those? Yeah, it was the big derby Dundee and Dundee United. And uh, when I see the stadium, it's like just uh, hundred, just, I don't know, even no one mile, you know, different. So it was crazy. And um, yeah, it was really nice. Uh, but this time we, we were really, really strong, you know, Dundee. Uh, so, and um, also we make such a good result. And uh, also we played the cup final. Unfortunately, we lost against Rangers, but still, like, uh, it's a good memory, yeah. 
And you you mentioned getting to that cup final. Just what's it like when you you walk out in a cup final against a team like Rangers? Because I always imagine playing in a national final is every young kid's dream. Yeah, of course, of course. It was a double impression for me because everybody before the game, everybody talked about like uh, uh, people bet the money, you know, to uh, Zura after the after half uh, first half. Zura gonna change uh, to Rangers shirt and play second half in the Rangers team, you know. Because <laughs> it was funny, but yeah, it was a little bit uh, nervous for me because I wanted to concentrate for just there for the game. But you know, it's not nice to talk about like something like that because it's the it's your enemy tomorrow this team. But after tomorrow, it was my team, so it was a little bit difficult. But um, yeah, I just did. That's what I'm doing all the time, hundred percent. And um, yeah, fortunately we lost, but I mean, it was a good honor, you know, this game. And you mentioned the fact that you'd already agreed to join Rangers. What was it like when you found out they were interested in you? Because they are a massive club, not just in Scotland, but in Europe. Yeah, to be honest, uh, it was, yeah, Celtic. Rangers and Celtic is the, such a big club. I agree with you. It's not just in Scotland. It's uh, all around the world, you know. So one day... I mean, you know, Callum, like, uh, I had so many things, you know, like there is Celtic Rangers and also some different clubs, you now in Scotland, also in uh, Italy. But um, uh, I know they also uh, such a big team. So it's not going to be like, oh, we, we like Zura and like in one day we're going to sign. So they just um follow me and chase me like i don't know almost six months and they just watch like every game when we play against rangers when we play against kilmarnock on dundee united so and uh that's i know and everybody said to me like everybody told me to like uh, you have to do like maximum because otherwise like you know they, they are big teams so they like you today maybe they chase uh, tomorrow some different players so it was the big uh, i mean uh I would say like traveling to sign the Rangers. Um, it was the like uh, such a big team, such a big players there. And uh, to be honest, I, I know where, I, where I'm going, you know, from Dundee and uh, for the mentality I was ready. Yeah. And one of your fellow Georgians, Shota Avaladze, was it Rangers? Was that a big help to you? Yeah, of course. I'm, uh, I just told you about the Nemsade, how he helped me in Dundee when I when I signed. So and also Deja Vu is coming after three years, and I signed the Rangers. And there is also my friend uh, Shota, Georgian guy, which one has really helped me and uh, for the adaptation and um, psychology. It was really really helped me because uh, it's not easy, you know, when you go to a big team and just uh, go and play like easy, you know. So you need more time. So but. I need. I just. I just spend more or less time about the uh, for the mentality because Shota was there and it was really easy for me. Yeah. And in terms of the players, you mentioned the fact that when you signed for Rangers, the club had so many good players. Shota, of course, but Barry Ferguson. You had Fernando Rickson, God bless him, no longer with us. Um, Peter Lovenkrantz, Gavin Ray, who obviously was at Dundee with you, joins the club as well. Just what was it like in training? No disrespect to Dundee, but was it a step up in terms of the intensity and the speed of training? Yeah, I mean, I would say I feel straight, not the, as a physical side on the training different, but as a class, 
you know. So class and uh, I mean um, opportunity is more. I feel it like on the first training because yeah, of course that you say the names and uh, God bless Fernando, which one is my really best friend and. Uh, yeah, we everybody like really appreciate what that's what he did for the for this club and I mean for the for the football. He was good, my friend, and uh, yeah, it was difficult for me to talk about now Fernando because all the time I feel it really bad. Yeah, and Callum, he was really good, and um, uh, especially like beside these players. But you know what I feel for training in Rangers? Like uh, uh, I never, I never feel like this kind of feeling in my life and uh, I will say myself I'm the good player to be honest because when I'm training these star players you know beside so then I'm I just say to myself Jesus Christ like you are here that's what you're dreaming you know so and uh, that means I'm a good player and like more more like uh, as a hundred percent I was ready you know so that's really important for the player and to just Describe what it was like when you walked out at Ibrox for the first time as a Rangers player. Full house, 50,000 fans. It must have been an incredible moment. Yeah, this is why I love the Ibrox. I love the supporters because it was uh, such a different feeling when uh, these 55 crazy supporters, absolutely unique supporters, which one I will say, one of the best, I will say... Uh, I step a little bit for, for forward, and uh, that's what I see after Rangers. I, I see the Liverpool, you know. So that's that's my life. I would say Liverpool and Rangers is the uh, one of the best supporters in the in the world. So and uh, first game, I, I remember if I'm right or not, it was the Kilmarnock, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, you agree? Yeah. So it was the Kilmarnock home game, and. Um, yeah, as soon as when they say number 15, he's on Ishwili, so it was like, <laughs> I was a double man, you know, like when they start to sing in like uh, my, song, my song, so it was um, great, it was great. And in terms of Alex McLeish as a manager, what was he like with you? Uh, Alex, I really uh, appreciate this guy. First of all, because he just trusts me and uh, he just supports me really good when I signed the contract. Uh, next one is like when he put uh, start 11 and uh, he just um, trusts me like as a blind and um, beside these uh, star players. And third one is like all the time that's where I spent like almost three years in ranges and all the time he just support me. He just calling me like as a son and uh, he just talked to me. And uh, I will say, Alex is like, I can't say, and I will be honest with you, I can't say he's the best manager, but I will say he's the best psychology manager. You know, he really, really works with the player and uh, he knows, he knows how to talk uh, with the, each player, you know, so he was the good man, good man, really. And in terms of winning trophies, just again, Winning any trophy, whether you're a, a schoolboy or a professional footballer, is incredible. But to win trophies at Rangers, just sum up what that was like. Uh, yeah, trophies is trophies, you know. I never separate Scottish Cup or is the Cup or something like, you know. Uh, but yeah, especially was in the um, helicopter, you know. <laughs> it was the 
it was a special game because Celtic play against home. Uh, if I'm really good member, is the Motherwell. Motherwell, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we play Aberdeen away. So it's the. If you ask me which one is the hard game, of course Rangers, especially away against Aberdeen. So and uh, it was. I don't know. It was a great moment when we win and uh, Celtic won one one nil up, you know. And after they lost two one, so it was fantastic because when is the uh, everybody Rangers supporters they are like radios, you know, and they heard and they watched the game, they heard and they, they connect with the Glasgow, you know. So as soon as they score, Motherwell one one, it was like and it was a just normal game. Uh, it was nothing, you know, especially our game and uh, supporters just you know shouting, you know. And uh, Gaffa says like, "Oh, Jesus, is the one-one." The <laughs> so everybody like was crazy, you know. And two-one, and like, and after we ask like all the time players, um, we talk about like because we're going back to Glasgow and uh, we wait the trophy there. So and after it was specially day because um, they bring the by helicopter, you know, this cup. So it was the special for me, of course. And overall, then, when you look back at your time at Rangers before you go down to the Premier League, you, you talk there about the success of being there, playing at Ibrooks in front of all those fans. Is that a, a time in your life you look back with just so much fondness? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the I would say Premier League is like... Uh, I'm really disappointed because... I really want to Rangers and Celtic. I want to see in Premier League one day, you know, because I want to see like how is the power. Because I, I played in Rangers. I know how big is the club. How I know everything, you know. How, I know the how is the supporters. It's never easy, never easy to play in Ibrox. Doesn't matter it's the Barcelona or Man United, you know. So I know the how big is the club, and uh, so one day. Um, uh, Premier League is offering coming, and um, so I was close to end uh, my contract to Rangers, and I moved to Blackburn as the loan. But to be honest, I always think about to go and coming back again in Glasgow. But that's what happened in uh, football life, you know. So they asked me another three years contract in Blackburn, and um, yeah, I stay in Blackburn. And there, uh, there is start also my like uh, second life in uh, Premier League, which one is like uh, one of the best league in in the world. Yeah. And in terms of that Blackburn team, you go down there. Mark Hughes is the manager. You've got Craig Bellamy, Morton Gams, Pedersen, um, Robbie Savage, Ryan Nelson, <laughs> yourself, obviously Lucas Neal, Brad Friedel, Amaruso. I mean, you've got big names and all around that team. Just what was it like playing at that team? Because People forget, finished sixth in the Premier League. Yeah, uh, just the difference it was uh, because uh, I never I never used the Rangers uh, badge on my shirt. It was the Black Bear. Otherwise, like, to be honest, like, uh, yeah, Premier League, Scottish League. Uh, I would say is the, physically is the same football, you know. So, and uh, adaptation, it was no problem for me. Because also I had good experience from Dundee to Rangers and uh, in Premier League. It was so easy for me to play Premier League and um, uh, great team. Uh, I love the also atmosphere. It was fantastic because Mark Hughes also is like very, he likes really discipline in all players. One crazy player, he was the Craig Bellamy, which one is like, uh, uh, he was the, I would say, 
you know, all the time you need the one crazy player. So we had the one Craig Bellamy, but he was a fantastic player. Kaluma, how he says, the one of the best strikers I ever see in my team. Another player I've just got to ask you about, he was also at Rangers, but before your time, is Tugai. Just how good is he? Tugai Maestro is the special guy because uh, <laughs> he's, he was my father's age still playing Premier League, you know, he's crazy. So, and uh, he was a fantastic guy. He's the, I would say when I played, uh, so center, he was centered midfield and I, when I played centre-back, um, most comfortable games, I will say, because uh, he, he was such a good with the ball and intelligent player and he just thinks uh, from another place like 10, 20 seconds before, you know. So this is why he, he just finished his career when he was 38. So it's, can you believe like uh, 58 years old and still play Premier League? Yeah, it was the, this is why we just call everybody, we, we call two guys like Maestro, you know. And in terms of yourself as a defender, how good was it having Brad Friedel behind you? Because he's a goalkeeper that played pretty much every single game. Yeah, and uh, especially for the centre defender, uh, how is important for the team, but especially for me, especially for Ryan Nielsen, especially for Lucas Neal, really important the goalkeeper because when you are safe behind, when you when your home is safe, you know, so you are like uh, more free and more strong to to play like in uh, uh, good football, you know. So Brad was uh, as a fantastic man, of course, and. Uh, the character was unbelievable, but he's, uh, I don't know, he was the, for me, he was the one of the best uh, goalkeeper on this time because, yeah, of course, he, he, if he played the, one of the big team like the Man United or Liverpool, uh, I'm sure he was the, uh, one of the best goalkeepers, yeah. In terms of playing Ewood Park, what was it like when you were playing there? Because over the course of Mark Hughes' time as manager, you beat some of the big teams? Yeah, not the first first season when I came to Blackburn. But second one was really good because we finished on uh, sixth. Yeah. Sixth, yeah. Yeah, we played the uh, UEFA Cup. So, and um, yeah, we beat uh, as the top teams, of course, like these four teams, Liverpool. Arsenal, Chelsea, Man United. Uh, we beat Man United away also in the Old Trafford, which one is like, I remember Mark says to us, like before the game, it was uh, almost 15 years. It was 49 years. We never win the Blackburn, never win the Man United away games. So, and thanks God, it was good my time. And we beat like 2-1 and it was a fantastic game. So such a star players in uh, Man United as uh, start like Ronaldo and we can finish with Mr. Roy. So, and uh, yeah, this year was really fantastic. And after that, like we play UEFA Cup, which one, which one was like for the Blackburn is an unbelievable result. And um, yeah, after that, like uh, also Man City interesting about Marcus because he makes such a good uh, result in Blackburn. And uh, Mark is gone and another player is gone. So, you know, the, these collect, collective teams, is like we just separate. And uh, then we'll start the... Um, who came? Paulins? Paulins came. Paulins yeah, came afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, Paulins and afterwards some other guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but with Mark, he was there. I'm honestly... He was such a great time, yeah, with Blackburn.
Before we talk about um, Paula coming in and, and, and Sam Allardyce as well, you mentioned Craig Bellamy and how good he was. Another striker you played with who I loved watching when he was at Blackburn especially, Benny McCarthy. Just what was he like? Because he was playing in that great Porto team as well. Yeah, you remember the movie with uh, Scarface, Benny Blanco? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we, we just called to Benny, Benny Blanco. So Benny was the... Uh, most intelligent player and uh, why? Because he never uses power on the game, on the training. And he had a great, um, uh, uh, great player because just before he came to Blackburn Rovers, he won the Champions League with Porto, with Jose Mourinho, and he was the good experience for him. He just came in Blackburn and uh, straight, I don't know, uh, I don't remember that almost like 14, 50 goals he scored on the first season. And uh, in strikers, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you also, and I'm going to mention like uh, Rocky Santa Cruz, which one he was great. Unbelievable. Like we had the, one of the best strikers in the Premier League. So, and uh, yeah, Jesus, they are good players, man. And in terms of Santa Cruz and, and McCarthy, what was it like playing against them in training? Were they a nightmare to, to defend against? Uh, yeah, on the training, I feel like such a strong striker, you know. But you know, on, the, on the training, is different because uh, you never training 100% against, against uh, teammates, you know. But can you believe like that's what I'm feeling on the training and what they feeling when we play against the teams, you know. So, and um, yeah, Santa Cruz... Also, he came there from the big team by Munich, and uh, he was the excellent player. Which one is? He got everything, you know, speed, uh, header. I don't know, left, right, strong player. He holding the ball, so he was such a good player, you know. And you, you mentioned uh, this player earlier, Morton Gams Pedersen. He was very good at free kicks, corners. When it came to set pieces, he had a great, a, a great delivery. What was he like to play with? Because he was an underrated player, I felt. Yeah, Morton was special, a special player for for us because uh, all the time, like I remember one, one for, first time. That's what I see, you know, in England. Uh, we play against Newcastle and. Uh, uh, Newcastle player make the fall against him, and he was close to goalie, you know. And uh, I think Shearer just fighting with this player. And uh, how many times I told you don't make the fall because everybody was scared, you know, about the Pedersen too. He was great, great uh, free kick, you know. So and this time, you know, like when when you when you see the some uh, your uh, uh, again when you play the against teams and uh, they are just scared about the falls. Also, they scored about the corners because uh, uh, you know, Morten was really good uh, cross, you know. So that means uh, you are a good player. They respect you. And uh, it was a really special uh, place like in Blackburn Rovers. After Mark Hughes, you mentioned Paul Lins. Now, Paul didn't last too long at Blackburn. Do you feel that looking back that because Mark Hughes had been a manager for a long time and Paul Lins hadn't, did that shine through? Uh, you know the football life is like this, uh, like that. Which one is? Uh, you never had a great time. So you have a great time, you have a bad time. So uh, yeah, we accept that, you know. And uh, about the Paulins, uh, I would say it was 
not the uh, best time in Blackburn Rovers, especially because also just few, I don't know, a couple of months he spent uh, as a head coach, and uh, and after came Allardyce, some uh, big Sam. <laughs> so and uh, yeah, with Paul, uh, I can't say too much because you know the. That's where I spent time with Mark. He was specially, but I can't uh, compare it with uh, Paul. Yeah. And in terms of Big Sam, he's a bit. He's a big character. Was Was he someone who was good in and around the training ground? Yes, yeah, Sam was the special guy. Which one is? Uh, uh, yeah, I respect this guy, and I tell you why. Uh, I'm not respect because from this time I left and I moved to Reading and Newcastle by alone. But uh, you know, the, he just called me one time in the in the office one day and he said, just said to me like, uh, I like the big uh, strong players, you know, like especially defenders. So and I say, that's look at me like that's where I am you know so I can't, I can't be a strong anymore you know I'm like 26 27 so just we just talk about it and he just say to me like maybe it's much better to I can uh, find some teams but I just I just respect this kind of conversation because when you tell me like face to face and uh, yeah we just shake the hand and I'll just try to find a different uh, club and it was the Newcastle Reading and this why I just left the black band so and uh, maybe somebody thinks like uh, I prefer to play Newcastle in Championship or Reading, but it was the um, problem because I want to play every game. You know, I'm not this kind of player who sits on the bench and is happy. You know, so and uh, this is why I decided to move. You you talk about Newcastle and Reading. What were those clubs like? First of all, Newcastle very passionate in terms of their fan base. Yeah, to be honest, uh, that's uh, when I got back to Newcastle, I was uh, close to Scotland. Uh, Jordi accent, he was close to a Scottish accent, and which one is uh, really close to me. And uh, yeah, also that's what I say about Rangers. I'm going to say about the Newcastle is such a big club, and uh, uh, I love how they make preparation uh, game to game, you know, and uh, I love how the uh, ambition is there, you know. So it's it's you feel like uh, straight when you go on the training ground, and uh, you feel like they are like uh, not the for the championship team, you know. Like they are like top ten Premier League. So, but happens this time, you know, one time, and they just uh, relegate. But it was great time. Can you believe I'm talking about when they play in champ championship? If 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 they are in Premier League, that's much um, stronger and um, I don't know, nice to play there. Yeah. And in terms of Reading, was it one of the things about Reading? I imagine that's quite good is the fact that you get to live in London when you sign for them. Yeah, close to London, and uh, it was good for my family also. You know, this time my my kids is uh, growing and going to school, and um, special guy. That's what I'm. Um, respect too much. He was a Brian manager there, uh, which one has really helped me. And uh, uh, one time he just followed me to found, find uh, the house where I have to live. And I say, come on, Gaffa, it's not your job, you know. So he was such a nice guy to 
helped me and uh, uh, I really appreciate that's what I remember now and uh, uh, yeah it was good good really uh, and um, it was a good time but not the best best uh, finish against Swansea final game uh, in championship you know again in, in uh, Wembley Stadium so we lost and uh, we stayed championship and Swansea moved to Premier League but still really good uh, member there. You mentioned the heartbreak of the playoffs, but you, as you say, Redden stay in the championship, but you don't. You moved to Turkey um, with uh, Kairos Sport. What was it like playing in Turkey? Because it's we, we see Galatasaray quite a lot when they play in the Champions League. We see the atmosphere their fans create. They're very passionate out in Turkey, aren't they? Yeah. Um... This decision I make uh, uh, because uh, Shota was there. He was the head coach in Kaiserispor. And uh, I know he's interesting about me, but uh, I don't want to talk about it before the game. So as soon as we lost the game, he just called me straight, you know, because he knows like we stay in championship, not move to Premier League. And he just asked me to like also... He says, Zura, come on, you are 30 years old, not young anymore. Come on, move to in Turkey and close to your country. So, and uh, yeah, this is the biggest uh, reason why I moved to Turkey because Shota was there and uh, uh, I was sure it was, it, it, it was this easy time to go to a different country. You know? About the supporters, it's like, yeah, I'm agree with you. Is the one of the fanatic and crazy supporters uh, I ever see, you know? So, and especially Besiktas is like, uh, as everyone says, is like uh, one of the best, yeah. What was it like when Shota was your manager? Because obviously you'd played with him at Rangers and with the national team. So, was it strange at all that he was now the boss? Uh, yeah, to be honest, it's, uh, we spent so many years like beside, and uh, when I watch, uh, and one day I just uh, I just listened to this guy. He was front, you know, and uh, I just listened to this guy. And uh, yeah, he was a little bit uh, different, but he was really nice. But yeah, we are professionals, and we know that Shota, uh, our respect that's uh, as a coach. And uh, yeah, of course, we never. I from myself, I never tried something because I don't like everybody knows like. Um, uh, connection between me and Shota and I don't want to this use like really bad way you know because that's not nice because there is the young boys and uh, maybe they think some different things because you know he's Shota's friend and he had 100% support you know no we are both is the professional and uh, we're just doing our job yeah as well as having Shota as a manager you also had Robert Prozanecki who a very famous player played at Real Madrid played at Barcelona um, what was yeah. he like as a manager? Uh, yeah, he just came uh, in the middle of the season, and uh, uh, to be honest, to be honest, um, like that's what I say against Maklish, You know, I can say I can say the special things about the uh, Prosinecki. Uh, he was really good, my friend, really good, my friend, and we are really close. Uh, but you know he have some some kind of how can I say to be honest I don't know uh, even uh, even Georgian I don't know how to say like some kind of uh, things which one is like 
he was good with every every each players you play or not they are happy you know so he have something like you know in uh, in his mind which one like he used he was uh, not the best coach like i never see like some different trainings or sessions i can't say like that but to be honest like we finished on the fifth uh, this season in turkey so and uh, he he did really really good job for for the team yeah and after Turkey, you um, returned to Georgia. What was that like? Um, because I imagine when you started there, going back later in your career, must have been quite an emotional moment in many ways. Yeah, it was the time when uh, you think uh, like 50% retired football, um, tired about my knee injuries, three times operation and blah, blah, blah. So all the time, like after training, your knee is getting uh, swell. And it was really bad, uh, I mean, difficult time for me, you know. And uh, I was almost like 33 years old and uh, I'm thinking about to finish. But uh, you know what? I really love football, you know. And I say, come on, I can play like maximum. That's what I can. And yeah, I play like two more years. After Turkey, I play like um, in Azerbaijan, in Terbaku, like two years. So, and, um, but when I came 35, Callum, I just say myself, like, come on, it's time to finish because <laughs> you're going to die on the pitch, you know. So it was, it was difficult, really difficult. But uh, also before I finished football, I decided as a coaching side. And uh, I did the B and A license as a coaching, you know. So and uh, so when I finished football, my career, like I just uh, next day, I just start and continued as a coaching uh, career. Yeah. So it was not so hard for me to be honest. Yeah. Before we talk about the coaching, you played um, over ninety times for the national team, ninety-two to be exact. Just how proud was it pulling on the Georgia jersey and representing your country? Uh, I don't know, Carl, maybe some players different, but for me, and maybe you agree with me, uh, this is the most honour like a uh, football player to play his, uh, his own country, you know, and uh, yeah, it's good to play like Rangers, Blackburn and everywhere, of course, and I respect, but if you ask me, uh, asking me, yeah, this is the one of the best moments for me to play your uh, country shirt and between your supporters and your flag and so this is the such a different things you know like uh, I don't know maybe I'm like this but I don't know <laughs> you know so in um, yeah 16 years uh, I play 90 how many you say 92 94 92 92 no. No, you're right. No, you're wrong. Is it 94? 94. 94. Come on, Carlo. Where is the two games, man? <laughs> it was 94, man. And in terms of 94, you also scored for the national team as well. I imagine that's another moment that's very emotional. Yeah, but I scored one goal. Come on. You don't, you don't need to talk about it. You know? Just one goal, 94 games. Come on, man. <laughs> this is shame. This is shame for me. <laughs> and in terms of the coaching, you're coaching, as we've said at the start, the under-16s, you're the manager. With the under-21s, you're the assistant. I don't want to put you in the spot in terms of clubs in specific, but in the future, would you consider coming back to Scotland or the UK as a manager? Uh, yeah, of course. 
I'm, uh, of course, I'm, uh, I'm talking about, uh, I'm talking about the big career. Uh, and, uh, you know, if I do like, that's what I did as a player. If I do in the coaching career, so I will be happy. But also I'm thinking about more and more. To be honest, um, I'm just waiting in Georgia as a pro license, which one is like, uh, I hope this year we're going to start because about this COVID virus just stopping everyone. So, and uh, yeah, as soon as when I get uh, this pro license, then uh, why not? Because uh, I have, a, especially in UK, in England and in Scotland, I have a great connections and uh, without question, I love to work and uh, but right now I'm uh, concentrate uh, here, national team under 21 and under 16. So next week we have a, a training camp, which one we prepare the uh, training and we play against France under 21 on the 4th of September. So, and uh, yeah, let's see what happens in next year and in the future, you know, why not? Absolutely, why not? And just before you go, Zura, a few quick fire questions for you. Um, favorite sport that isn't football? Uh, I will say I will say I love to play both basketball and tennis. Yeah. Where is your favorite place to go on holiday? Uh, favorite place? It's Batumi in Georgia. Great, great, Callum. This is the best place. Trust me. A, a, a typical UK question. Do you drink tea or coffee? Uh, both, but uh, tea, no, we, without milk. Uh, so <laughs> the complete opposite of, of what we like over here. Um, one of the other questions I always ask people, beer or wine? Uh, wine. I never, I never test a beer in my life. No. <laughs> there you go. I learned something every day. Um, <laughs> In terms of football, where would you say is the most unusual place you've travelled to? Somewhere you went on maybe international duty that you never thought you would go to? Uh, oh, you ask me, i never been there. Uh, which place did, did you have to go to with Georgia, with the national team that you never thought you would go in your life? Ah, uh, Qatar. You were so hot there. <laughs> It was 45. Jesus Christ. It was a bad memory. Yeah, yeah. We win the game, but uh, really, I don't remember after 20 minutes. I don't. I, I don't remember anything on the game. You know. Wow. Best player you played with? Best place. Uh, best place. I will say. Uh, I can't say one. So it was the couple. I will say it was the. Ibrox one stadium, uh, Dinamo Tbilisi here is the inter when we play the international games, and um, Liverpool. Yeah. Who's the toughest player you've played against? So many, but uh, one. I have to choose one. Or a few. Or... You can choose a couple. Uh, okay, so a couple, I would say three. It was the Didier Drogba on this time in Premier League. Chelsea was crazy, unbelievable, this guy. Uh, Thierry Henry and Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, I think that's the best three we've ever had. Um, that's incredible. Um, yeah. In terms of managers, who would you say was the best manager for you? Uh, 
uh, I will say, I will say, uh, Maklish and uh, Marcus. And the last question I've got for you: What advice would you give to any young footballer listening to this? Because a lot of Scottish players and English players are starting to travel abroad to play now. So, would you encourage them to go abroad if they aren't getting the chances over here? I will say one thing: stay where you are because it's the best league, the best country. So, is the if you are UK uh, player, why you have to go? Come on, just stay where you are. Is the best place to play football. Brilliant, Zura. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Callum. Thank you so much, and uh, I really appreciate. It. And good luck, man.